Welcome to That 30 Show, a podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the surprising parts of our 30s. I'm G, and I'm finally 30. I'm excited to find out if 30 really is the new 20, because if it is, then the best years are yet to come. And I'm David. I'm entering my mid-30s. I used to have no back pain or trouble sleeping, but now I live off a healthy diet of self-help books and dream of being in bed by 10pm every night. Join us each week as we try to figure out together what life in your 30s is all about. Welcome back to That 30 Show and guys, I'm so excited this week because I'm talking to should I say my favorite cousin, Callan? <laughs> I'm talking to my favorite cousin, Callan Parker, in her room. Um, Callan, thanks so much for joining me today for this conversation. And I think happy birthday, because to, this is your birthday month, October. Yeah. What's, uh, when was your birthday? That was October 13. And you turned... 3-0. 3-0, the yeah. big 3-0. Yeah, seriously. Welcome to the 30s club, Callan. Yeah. You, you, had, you had a birthday party. I saw you at your birthday party. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. It was my birthday, and so we went to Cactus Club from my For from lunch, the birthday think, morning. Or, yeah. And well, what, did we, you, what did you eat at Cactus Club? Do you remember? I had the teriyaki chicken rice bowl. Teriyaki chicken rice bowl? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love that one. And uh, and then what happened after lunch? And after that, I had a, a cheesecake. A cheesecake? And, yeah, not just any cheesecake. It's a New York cheesecake. A New York cheesecake. Is that your favorite type of cheesecake? Yes. Um, do you like uh, strawberry on top? What kind of toppings do you like? Um, mostly strawberries, uh, raspberries. Raspberries? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of strawberries, mainly because my brother... He has a reaction of strawberries, so oh. I stay clear of yeah. that. So you don't, you don't, you don't want to tempt fates. Just clear, stay clear of the strawberries in case your brother gets an allergic reaction. I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah, he 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 does have that. So I guess as a family, you don't, you guys don't usually eat strawberries that no. often. Yeah, thank you again for coming on. I know that this is a big, big year for you, a big turning stone, a uh, turning point. I mean, and. Um, you were actually were the one who uh, reached out and expressed interest to come and talk to me and talk to uh, about about turning thirty, being on the show because it's a big turning point I think in life for you. And we'll get to all of that. I think you've mentioned that it's something that you might feel a little bit. It's like a kind of a bit of a scary milestone, right? Like thirty, and uh, what that all feels like. But I guess before we get into maybe the, the, the reasons why you might find this uh, life milestone a little bit scary and all that. Let's just give our audience a bit more of a sense of who you are. I know that, Callan, you love, um, you know, when I think about you and uh, my experience with you, I think the thing that comes to my mind the most is that you always bring so much joy to every room and every conversation. There are so many things that make you light up and laugh. You have an infectious smile. And there's so many things that you love, right? <clears throat> Some of the things that I think you really love and make you happy is um, you're a big dancer, right? You love dance. You love reading and writing. Um, I think you play soccer sometimes. Yes. T- tell us about what, what are some other things that makes you really happy <clears throat> these days? Um, what makes me really happy? Well, wow, that's a really big 
concept road. <laughs> I, uh, I guess what makes me happy is my family. Oh, that's so that's so that's so sweet. Yeah, and mainly why because family is really important to me. Not because I have a disability, but they see me as more than that. Yeah. They see me as a person. Yeah, and that really that really fills my heart of joy and love. Oh, that's so you know. Kellen, I was thinking about this conversation and why I was so, why I am so genuinely and sincerely excited to talk to you is because hopefully you agree with me that I I also see you as your own amazing beautiful person, Kellen. Right? I've known you ever since you were born, and as you mentioned, you know you you do have a disability, but that's not everything, right? That's only a part of your life. That's a big part of your life experience. But there's all these other things that make you who you are, and I see that, and I want. Everyone else listening who may or may not know someone with a disability to also understand and see those people for who they are as their own complete and whole person. And so, hopefully, not just your family, but your cousins, maybe your aunts and uncles, and your friends have given you that that love and and, and support as well. Um, well, what 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 are some of the favorite things that you do with uh, your family on a weekend or over the holidays? Or uh, I know, I mean, I've been to many family. Uh, crazy dinner parties uh over the years but uh what are some of the favorite activities or memories you have with your with your mom and dad and your your brother um i guess that would be celebrating birthdays anniversary with my parents your parents anniversary yes oh that's so cute how many years now have they been married oh, wow i'm I'm not sure, not sure actually I don't you know. lose track it's they've been good together for so long yeah <laughs> And uh, well, what, do you have a favorite? Like, I've been to so many like Christmas parties and Thanksgiving dinners and uh, birthday parties. Like, do you have a favorite festival that you like to uh, celebrate? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite festivals is the Chinese New Year festival. Chinese New Year. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's actually talk about that. You you come uh, from a multi ethnic background. Yes. Right. So what's what? What are some of the cultural influences? So Chinese, but what what else? I'm also part Irish. Part Irish. Yeah, and we celebrate uh, Saint Patrick's Day. Okay, interesting. But it's really big in in Ireland, you know, because I have my family over there. Have you been to Ireland? I have. You yeah. have been there. That's so cool. I've never been to Ireland. How's what did you like about Ireland? I I like about it because. Uh, again, it's so small, but but the family over there is really big, and that's what that's what is important to me because it's the family, thing. family, and yeah. it's not about bigger size. It's just how I have so much love in my life. Yeah, you do. I'm so happy that you feel that. That's so that's so sweet. When was the last time you went to Ireland? Have you been more than once? I have. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, uh, I think the last time I went there was. Wow, it was my birth. It was my birthday, and we you did went- a birthday trip to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, well, before that, we went to London uh-huh. to celebrate my birthday, and then after that, we went to Ireland. Yeah, and because I have a strong connection there, there was a small town in Ireland, and they named it Callan. Right, I was thinking. I was like, I know you have a photo next to a sign that says Callan. I was like, oh, is that is that in Ireland? Yes. So that's uh, how do you, how do you spell that? Is this? Uh, 
It's a bit complicated because... Did they, did they spell it the same way your they, name is spelled? Yes, it has the same spelling as me. But this, because there's so many versions of Karen, it, it would be Karen, okay. uh, Helen, okay. uh, Alan. Yeah. So... yeah, you know, actually now I think about it, you, you have a very, uh, obviously a very pretty, but also a un- very unique name. I don't know any other Kalans. Yeah. Um, at least not the way that you're spelled, which is C. A L L A N, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Do you, I, I'm sure you know more than one David. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, much less of a of a special name. Um. Okay. So so you you so your family makes you happy. Yes. Definitely. And you like uh, your favorite ho- uh, festival is Chinese New Year. What definitely. what do, what happens on Chinese New Year for you guys? We 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 celebrate. Um, do you guys eat anything in particular? Do you... Yeah, a lot of a lot of Chinese food. Yeah, uh, particularly uh, the first day, and that's my favorite day actually, which is uh, the vegetarian day. There's a vegetarian day. Yes, and mainly because my dad is a vegetarian. Your dad is a vegetarian. Okay, so you like that because it's it's like. An early Christmas for him because everyone eats vegetarian. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of like a both Chinese New Year and Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Um, and do you guys get up? Like, what activities do you do on Chinese New Year? I think your family has a tradition of playing some games. On, yeah, on Chinese New Year. we played um, mahjong. You play mahjong? Yeah, more like a gambling game, <laughs> but gambling yeah, game, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's fun, right? You want to like. Uh, I think for Chinese people, at least on Chinese New Year, there's often a tradition of trying to create luck for the for the coming year or seeing whether you're lucky or not. Um, but uh, yeah, I think in the end, what's fun is just spending that quality time with your uncles, your aunties, your cousins, and having that loving and uh, fun environment, right? Definitely, yeah. Is there anything else? Uh, I mean, of course there is more, but like, what, what's one other thing that comes to mind that makes you uh, the happiest? Something that you do, something that you like to eat um something that you like to watch or listen to um well, currently i'm listening to this podcast you're listening to this podcast uh, yeah on my phone and by hearing my cousin's voices it really is special like, <laughs> that's so sweet yeah and not just that but i get to hear a lot of uh, a lot of people that he interviewed uh-huh. and that 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 makes me really proud of my cousin oh wow you, and your cousin is just to clever that's me right you're yes. about... <laughs> that is Callan. you're there's a reason why i think we all know that you're one of the sweetest uh, people that anyone knows so thank you i just for the audience you know i did not bribe her to say that <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but you, you, i think music is a big part of your life oh right? yeah definitely do do you have a like a favorite uh, artist or musician or singer? <clears throat> well, currently I'm working on my solo self, which is my favorite celebrity, which is me. Yo, that's amazing. <laughs> Wait, so before we started recording, you talked to me a bit about you're working on, on a song, right? Tell, yes. Tell me more about that. Yes, it's actually thanks to my cousin again, because he got me this amazing book. And I thought, well, why not? And I thought, I have a song that's called Awakening the Beast. Awakening the Beast. Yeah, and okay. it's it's about my spiritual self. There's a lot of beast in ourselves, and I thought, well, why not uh, silence that and bring that 
voice out, and so that's what I'm doing. Wow! So you're writing some some lyrics for this for this song, inspired by the book that I got you. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> again. I did not uh, know that Callan be talking about all this, but thank you for 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 being so kind, Callan. So I overstepped you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't at all. It's just yeah. I think the audience is probably thinking, "Wow, David, how did you uh, get Callan to say all these nice things about you?" But um, no, I, I it was yeah, it was your birthday recently, and I wasn't. Uh, I wanted to get you something that was sort of more signif- significant and timely for your 30th birthday. You know, sometimes we'll get you, uh, actually, I should have mentioned this earlier, Fat Callan's a huge fashionista, right? It's a fashion queen. So she loves, you know, uh, dressing up and having nice accessories. And so oftentimes we'll give Callan um, in, in past years, you know, like uh, like jewelry or like fashion accessories. Um, but I think we all know, Callan, your closet is uh, not lacking for, <laughs> for, th- for things. And so this year I was like thinking, uh, and I got, and I ended up getting you, I think it's a, it's a book called the pivot year and every page, there's a short paragraph of, um, some message that is hopefully inspiring or motivating for someone who wants to make a lot of change in this coming year and to reflect on themselves. And I'm hoping that, you know, maybe some of these paragraphs that you read, Kellen, will inspire you or motivate you to continue being um, the best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah, I really, I really love it, mainly because it's, I mean, it's a big milestone year for me. Yeah, and and something like a pine scheme, pine a cloud. Thoroughly, it's not like a, um, I went out to get a beer kind of thoroughly. It's more like a, this is a big milestone year. Yeah, it's a big milestone year. I think for anyone turning 30, I know even when my friends turn 30 uh, in the past few years, they always have big birthday parties because it's like a big, the big 3-0, as you said, right? Um, but let's talk a bit more about that milestone then and what and what it means to you because leading up to it Callan uh you were texting me uh here and there and telling me about how it's I think you mentioned the word you may you might have used the word uh scary or you might have used the word like um you know it's a big it's significant it's a big deal but I'm I'm so curious actually to ask you I don't, I don't know why and one of the main questions I want to ask you today Callan is what 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 is scary about turning 30? And why is that scary for you? I guess because I'm at the transition of, again, I'm not just a small kid anymore. I'm a really... You're an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult now. Yeah. And I guess that's what scary is because at the same time, I'm I'm not one years old anymore. I'm not just a, a baby anymore. It's not like that picture of me and you. It's not like that kind of young. Yeah. It's more like I am anxious, but I'm excited because, again, it's a whole new chapter of my life. And by by looking at my life right now, it's, it's amazing, wonderful, scary, and... By telling you three, and I am three, makes me want to uh, scream out loud. Not <laughs> <laughs> like I'm scared, kind of way. It's just more like I'm excited, nervous, in the middle. Yeah, it's 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 a whole jumble of emotions. Yeah, yeah. So I think what you're saying there is that you're not. Uh, you can see that, and you know, especially when you see photos of yourself when you're younger, you're looking at that person. You're like, hey, I'm not, I'm not a baby anymore. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm thirty. I'm an adult. 
And that's exciting, right? As you said, but it's also kind of anxious because I guess maybe the next question is, well, what does it mean to be an adult? What's because hopefully we all stay sort of kids at heart, right? Ooh, that we yeah. stay playful and happy as we grow up. But uh, um, what, what, what do you think that means to you? To what, what do you think it means to be an adult then? What, why, what changes? It, does anything change for you? Yeah, it's uh, again it's a milestone. Uh, like I, uh, my godfather, uh, Rob, he know me since I was zero, <laughs> and, yeah. and by looking at that, it makes me wonder of what am I doing with my life? Oh, now that's that, a that's a big question. Yeah, what am I doing with my now life? that I don't have a paid job, okay, and that that makes me really. Nervous now that I'm thirty. Yeah, because I I had a shop and now it's at Starbucks and okay. and I thought, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, I'm afraid of what will happen to me again in yeah. the future. So you had a job at Star, a paid job at Starbucks, and uh, I think maybe we can get into it later. But it's not it's not a part of uh, your routine anymore. And you're asking yourself, what am I doing? With my life, well, Callan, I can assure you, we are all asking ourselves the same question. It doesn't matter whether you are, you know, a celebrity or or not. Just uh, whether you have, you know, any significant challenges or or a disability or not. Everyone is is always asking ourselves, "What am I doing?" or um, sort of, "Where am I going?" So you're definitely not alone in in thinking and and, and asking yourself those questions. But do you have? Uh, do you have some, not answers, but do you have some ideas, I guess, to, to that question? Do you have some, uh, I'm, I'm curious if there are things that you want to do. Uh, I mean, you've been doing amazing things over the years, Callan, right? As, as, as you know, you've, you, you've self-written uh, an entire book, right? Yes. And there's a lot of things you've done. You've competed uh, on this uh, soccer soccer team. Uh, you, maybe you can talk more about that if you want, but... It's not like you haven't done anything with your life, but certainly when you turn 30, it's an, it's an opportunity for you to ask yourself, okay, well, I've done all these great things, but what else do I want to do with my life? So what else do you want to do with life? Um, have, have you thought about that a little bit or uh, do you have any ideas? Yeah. At some point in the near, near, near future, I, I, again, I would be... Um, I don't want to say normal, but I have to say normal, maybe because at the same time, I do have a disability, but that's, that's more like I want to be my cousin or my family, and they, they see me as a person, but that makes me wonder if I am a person, if even though I have a disability, uh-huh. and that really frightens me. Yeah, so... Let me see if I understand. If I if I understand, so I think what I'm what I'm hearing is that you want to try and live a life that goes beyond your disability. Yes. Right. You can start creating a life that looks more, as you said, normal, or yeah. at least more, maybe more common. Yes. Uh, normal, as you as you alluded to, not necessarily the best word for that, um, but more common, more uh, more familiar uh, as what a lot of other people do. Um, and I, and you know, I was thinking that that's probably something you're, you're going to mention today, Callan, which is that it's, and it's not just you, we all compare ourselves to 
to other people. Right. Yeah. Like we all do that, right? It's like, oh, this friend, they're they're doing this, they have this, or this person, they they're doing this and they have that, and I don't or whatever. Um, but I'm I'm guessing that it's probably even harder for for you. I, I don't want to put words into your into your mouth, but tell me about about that because it's I can't I imagine it's it's not easy for you to have the disability and see other people's lives versus your own. Yeah, that's uh, um, again that's really big in in my community mm-hmm. mainly because um, because there there is two actors in that particular community, and that is the peanut butter falcon actor and the other one who's in I was goodbye. Wait, can I just pause? Please. What 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 are you saying? The 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 peanut. Butter actor and the peanut butter falcon. The peanut butter falcon. What is what is that? It's uh, about a, a Down syndrome boy. Okay. In that film, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not the one that's watching it. My mom is. So. Oh, oh, so you so you mean there are two actors? Yes. In your in the Down syndrome community. Yes. And when you say actors, you literally mean actors in in films or TV shows. Yes. Oh, okay, so one of them, one of these Down syndrome actors is 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 called the Peanut Butter Falcon. Falcon, yes. and and the other one is the Irish Goodbye. The Irish Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Con- continue. So what what about what about them? I'm kind of I'm proud of that because it's a chance to actually give us a voice. Right. And, and that's and and I'm I'm really proud of that because. Mainly because we are hiding our shame, and you're hiding your shame. Yeah, and okay. that's not what we want. We want to feel more important to the people that we love. Yeah, you right? want to feel seen. Yeah, and by looking at my family or like my cousins, they would be proud of me. Mainly because I have a disability, and that that to me is really important. Okay. Yeah. So. It's. It sounds like it's really inspiring and and positive that you have these uh, more prominent voices uh, like the peanut butter falcon and whatnot. These people who come from a dis- uh, a Down syndrome disability background, but have a more public image, and so it sort of creates a more of a voice for your community in in the public. Is that sort of what what what, what you're saying there? Yes, and I did Just representation. Yes, yes, and I did a film called When Time Got Louder. You did a film called When Time Got Louder? Yes, Okay. and again, it's about this uh, this awesome kid who uh, who has no idea what's in front of him and his life is like, and I was just like a, like a mindless little uh, old kind of person with a strap on her, <laughs> on her wrist, and... It's uh, it's more about that, and it's uh, also it's about the um like the gay community. Okay. And that's more like uh, a part of the of the autism spectrum, and that so it it makes sense to go with both. So. So the film. So what's it called again? When time got louder. When time got louder. So it's so if I hear you correctly, this is a film that includes a a, a character story about someone on the autism spectrum. Yes. Um, but it also involves themes of um of people who are gay, 
Is that what you said? Yes. So there's there's a lot of sort of intersections here. Yes. And what do you mean when you say you worked on this f- film? Like, what was uh, how were you involved? I, I was uh, um, a business way before COVID ever came into our lives. I don't remember how what that life looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a time before COVID. Tell me more. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So this was a while ago. This was a while ago, and it's a it's a chance for me to really see myself through that person's eyes and I thought wow that's that's really interesting because we live in the in the Down syndrome community and the autism spectrum and oh. we share that same kind of bond. Right, right. So do do you know um I guess you worked with uh, or you met someone on uh, enjoying working on this film that is uh, from the autism community you're you're saying that there is a bit of a bond between your community with Down syndrome and autism spectrum. Yes, is that is that right? Yes, I have a friend who has autism. Okay, and he uh, he really is like a ball of lightning. He <laughs> ball of lightning. <laughs> yeah, he really is amazing, and and actually because of his mother. We came up with this party, and that party is the gala. And we came up with a what? Sorry. Uh, that, this party was party. A, okay. the gala, uh-huh. and he uh, he didn't go to his own prom. Oh. And so he, the mother thought, well, why not make a party out of it? So yeah. she did, and that party turned out to be the gala, and and because there's so many people with disabilities and autism come together and just party so we we're doing it a lot so was this party part of so is this party related to the film uh not really oh okay so this is just a separate like uh, uh experience you have with the autism community yes so um let's dive deeper a little bit into um into the disability part because you've mentioned it a few times right yes um but we haven't sort of formally uh, touched upon that and i think you know you know i feel very lucky i think to have known you uh my uh, all, all your life because it gave me appreciation and um just uh, open-mindedness right to folks with disability uh to have someone that is so close to me uh living through that and so i feel very lucky to have known you but again that's not you know again i i, I don't want to always keep saying this but i i recognize and acknowledge it's not it doesn't define who you are, but it's it is obviously a big piece of the your life experience. So so tell me more. So you have um, uh, Down syndrome. Yes. And uh, for people who are less familiar with that, like I guess, um, what can you share about uh, your community or the the challenges that you face or the ex- or the life experience that you have that might be different to to other people? My challenge is. Uh did I quote normal people? Um, because they they are the ones that don't want us to see who we really are. And that okay. that to me is really annoying because we're likable, right? Like You're we're, super likable, Callan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my family is really friendly and and that sort of thing makes me really proud of of me as a disability, right. because again, I don't want to wear 
like a mask on my face to prove to the people that I love. Yeah. And to me, that's really important because aren't we all different? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, and that's a great point, Kat. We are all different in our own way, right? Um, and sometimes it's more obvious how we're different and sometimes it's less obvious, but we're all unique uh, individuals. And so I think what you're saying there is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the challenges is not so much challenge that you face uh, coming from yourself, but it's actually just more of a challenge of how other people interact with you, how other people who may be less familiar or empathetic um, make you feel like you're not your own person. Is 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 that is that right? Definitely. Oh, that's that's yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, Callan. I, I can. I'm not surprised, I guess, because usually people are not as kind to to people or experiences that they're unfamiliar with. Yeah, I can see how that definitely makes you feel less seen or less uh, accepted or loved. What's something that you would love to see other people, uh, whether you know them, strangers or new friends, what can other people or what can we do to help you uh, with that challenge uh, to make you feel, you know, the way that your family makes you feel? Yeah, I think... Um, it, I think it's uh, first who we are as a as a person, but also with a disability, mm-hmm. and that gets me to my other point, which is don't close the door on our faces, other than say bad stuff behind our backs. Because right. again, I'm I'm lovable. I'm I, I'm all about my my family that really loves me, and that's. That's really important, mm-hmm. and they they open the door to me as a disability, and right. that's what I that's what I love about my family. Yeah, because they understand me. They understand yeah. me a lot, and by speaking to my cousin, he he knows me all my life, yeah. and that makes me really happy. Callan's referring to me. I, I don't know why you keep referring to me in the third person, Callan. I'm sitting right I, here. That's <laughs> 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 okay. I'm just teasing you. It's fine. Um, so. I think what you're saying there is that uh, you it would be so much. It was very nice if people that you meet, new friends, acquaintances, if they see you as a person like anyone else first, and then someone with a disability second, Ooh. rather than just seeing be like, oh, this is a Down syndrome person. Let me treat them differently right from the start, uh, or let me have uh, let me draw some unfair or dare I say ignorant sort of assumptions or. Uh, conclusions before I even have a chance to talk to to you as a person. Exactly, and that's what I and that's what makes me nervous mainly, because it feels like we're not feeling appreciated in appreciated. In, yeah, in this modern world, and yeah. I thought, well, that sucks because <laughs> we again we have so much to offer the world. Yeah. We have so much love in our in our life, our family, our friends, our people that we may not normally know of. But I I, I will give yeah. you uh, not I will, but that's definitely something I want to give you a huge amount of credit for, Callan. Is that your heart is uh, full of so much love and generosity and kindness more than most people I've met in my life. And I think that's what you're, you're alluding to is that, you know, there's a lot that you offer. And when you, you have a lot to offer to me as a cousin, to your family members. And uh, I think what you want to tell the world is you have a lot to offer 
um, to the world too if people give you a chance. Exactly. Like if I, because I had lost my job, nobody ever sees me as a girl who has Down syndrome. Right. They they see me as being helpless and mm. ignorant or whatever. It's more like. Wow, that girl is different. That girl is more like, uh, hey, I'm doing a hangout at my place, sort of thing. And I'm like, first of all, take a step back because I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. You know, and that's actually something, that's sort of why I, I started talking and asking like, oh, Callan, like, tell us about the things that make you happy. Um, and I also asked like, you know, what are you scared about, about turning 30? Because these sort of thoughts and emotions, you know, your dreams, your fears, everyone has them. You have them. Just because you have Down syndrome doesn't mean you don't have dreams and goals and hopes and fears and 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 all that, just like everyone else. And I think what might help other people understand you and your community better is through this conversation and by learning about the things that you do in your life. It's like, you know, you're not just your accomplishments, but certainly the things that you've done help me or help others appreciate oh okay she's she she can do things and she has done a lot of things so uh, w- while we're on the topic of that is there i'm sort of putting you on the spot here because you've you've done well, so many fine. i am literally on the spot You're literally in the spot <laughs> <laughs> so... like you, you've done so many amazing uh things uh and and things that you you're passionate about and that you love but can you share a few more things that you're uh, proud of or that uh, any experiences or activities that you really enjoyed in the past, um, I don't know, five or 10 years? What have you been involved with? I know you wrote, you, you, you the, the book that you wrote was a huge part of your life. Oh, yeah, that's, wow. The book that I just, the novel that I did is mainly about the high drama world of Melody Noble and her fiancé now, who is a husband now. (laughs) So, uh, again, it's all about um, the drama of how she is facing and her life is about to change completely. And I come to realize that that's exactly who I am. Not as a model or a, a singer or dancer or whatever. It's mainly about I'm enriching my life full of my family that is not as rich as money, but they are lovely. And that's what I see in my family because they yeah. enrich me. And yeah. I'm excited to be a part of that family. And I'm rich with happiness because of that. You're rich with happiness. I love that, Callan. So it sounds like you, you, in writing the book, uh, you're, so you're talking about the character that you wrote, right? What's her name again? Melody Noble. Mel- Mel- Melody Noble. Yes. Uh, so this character that you wrote, as you're writing the story, you started seeing some of yourself in her and yes. how she her life is enriched by certain things and how in your life you're enriched by your family's love yes um t- can you how, what was how was the experience because you know like actually one of the things that's on my bucket list uh that i should take uh inspiration from you on is i've always wanted to write a book myself i think you, you and i we, we both love reading oh, right definitely. growing up uh your parents always uh gave uh, my sister and I uh, chapters gift cards because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're a whole uh, sort of family of nerds. And, uh, and, but it's, it's, it's hard to write a book because it takes a lot of uh, perseverance. Uh, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of dedication and focus. How, how was that experience for you? Did you 
uh, what did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Did you learn anything from that? Yeah, um, I guess because uh, ever since I lost my shop at Starbucks, I had nothing to do. So, <laughs> and really, you had more time. You had more yeah, time. and mainly because my mom, well, your aunt, uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to go there. Um, she she came up with this amazing idea of online calls. And I thought, well, why not? Because I have literally have nothing to do. And so thanks to her, I began my writing career. And it starts from day one to end up with like a full page of nonstop writing and nonstop typing. And it's just... So it sounds like once you got started, it, it it was a perfect opportunity. It was something you enjoyed doing a lot. Uh, was it easy? Like it sounds like you you wrote a lot. I uh, yeah, I wrote a lot. One hundred and sixty, I think, kind of pa- pages. One hundred and sixty pages. Yeah, that's one hundred and sixty more pages than I've ever written. So good, good job, Callan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you you mentioned a few times. I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about there, but you mentioned a few times how you you used to work at Starbucks. Uh, you 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 mentioned how you uh don't have that job anymore. How how was that experience working working at Starbucks? Um. Because I think it's a more of a unique, compared to you know a lot of other things you might have done in, in in your life. It's probably one of the more public and visible and independent experiences that you've done. Yeah. Was it challenging? Did you were people nice? How how was that? When I worked at Starbucks, they they saw me as a disability person, and I thought, well. To me, that's kind of not fair because I work extremely hard from from then on, and I just brought a smile to Starbucks, and that's me, right? Yeah, you brought a smiles to the customers. Yeah, yeah. I opened the doors, I maintained the um, the tables, the coffee stations, the cream and milk station, and that's that's what I do. I I sweep, I mop, I yeah. And you're very you're very good at that. Yeah, right? the cleaning uh, part. I know you've uh, enjoyed doing that most of your life, helping out around the house, uh, with with your parents and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That's how you felt. Uh, if I heard you correctly, it sounds like um, you felt that people uh, saw you again first and foremost as a disability person, and um, that was like the first filter that they had in approaching who you are. Um, and and so that doesn't feel very good. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Did you go every day, or was it? Uh, what was the the commitment there? I worked on Thursday and Friday. On Thursday and Friday, yeah. Like uh, because Monday is the long day of business days, mm-hmm. and so my the two days that I worked there is Thursday and Friday. Okay, and so having this regular paid job commitment you know something that a lot of people do um is that something that that you enjoyed oh yeah oh really yeah i love it what, what did you love about it i i love about it because of the community the okay. the people the customers and now that covid is really taking effect on people it has a big effect on me okay M- mainly because i've lost my job and they closed starbucks forever it 
makes me wonder if I can go if I can go out there again. Yeah, yeah. and find so. A so job. it sounds like you lost a job because of COVID. Yes, yeah, and yeah. mainly because of my knee. Oh also. yeah, yeah. That was a significant life uh, challenge that happened to you. Your, yeah. your knee. Do you want to tell uh, tell listeners a little bit about what happened? Yeah, uh, in a way, I'm kind of like Harry Potter, but on <laughs> my knee. <laughs> Oh, because you have a scar? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and it's not every day I have a scar, so... <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, mid-February mid when it happened, and I I, I was wearing a stupid me. I was wearing a, a high heel and a dress, and I was about to go upstairs when suddenly face plant. <laughs> I was, you face planted? Uh, yeah, okay. like I... Like I like, my dad always taught me to cast myself with both my hands, uh-huh. so I did. Next thing I knew, I was on my back, and next thing I knew, I bumped my knee really hard on on the uh, outside closet. Okay. I bumped it, and I fell face down. Oh, no. <laughs> Not face down, but like face planted down. Yeah. And... My knee was seriously in pain. I was screaming. I was crying, and and the worst part was it was family day. Oh no! And we went out for a walk and played soccer or whatever. We came back. Nothing I knew that kind of happened, and then splot! <laughs> I was on the floor. My my dad, my mom, and my brother was upstairs watching one of my mom's films. So they're all at home. Uh, they're all at home upstairs watching something, and upstairs, I my dad said, "What was that?" And he he came down. My brother and my mother in tow, and they saw me splot out. Oh. And I was crying like a maniac. So your so your so your father was the first on the scene. Uh, yes. Quickly followed by your mom and your brother. Yes. And they saw me, and they said, "Oh my God, Aiden, dial nine one one." So he did. Oh no. <laughs> Next thing I knew, the paramedics came. My mom and my brother would open the door, and they brought the stretcher in. They brought the stretcher out and loaded me on the stretcher. First time, may I add? The first time you've been on a stretcher? Yeah. Yeah, and, that's good. <laughs> and they wheeled me. It was dark. And they wheeled me outside in the ambulance at the back. And So you, do you remember everything like it was yesterday? It sounds like you remember the details. Like you didn't forget. I didn't forget anything. Because that's the one thing that my dad loved about me is because I have a phone. You have a very good memory. Yes, I have a very good memory. So they took me to the hospital. And because I was working, my manager called me and uh-huh. said, uh, Karen, are you uh, coming to work? Yeah. And I said, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the Starbucks manager. He's like, are you coming to work? And you're like, oh, something might have happened to my knee. <laughs> yeah. So what exactly happened? Was it dislocated or... What happened? It was like a... What was the actual injury? The, the actual injury was because I banged my knee really hard. It literally had like a bump on my knee. It, it's more like a, from my experience, was there was a knee growing 
an actual knee. A, gre- a knee growing in an actual knee. Yes. Like, there was there was a lot of lot going on there. It was not normal. No. And and you and ended up having surgery for that too. I did, and I, I yeah, I was in surgery for like over a month. That's amazing that you that you uh, went through that and yeah. that you overcame that. I've never had to go through surgery or or or, or go to the hospital like that, Callan. So you've overcome uh, greater challenges than many of us have. Uh, is yeah. you're all okay now? Are I'm you, all okay. Are you dancing again? I'm dancing. I'm singing. I'm happy again. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly, uh, I had a uh, we went to Japan and it was really hard by walking. In a, a lot, and and by walking in all those hills, it takes time to catch my breath. But I can because there's a metal, uh, a, a, like a metal thing in my. There's a metal piece in your knee. A, a metal piece in my knee. Oh wow! And my worry was because we had to go to the air. Airport, they had that metal, uh, like that body scan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna think you have something on you. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Are they gonna tear me apart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what happened? Did it beep? Uh, uh, luckily, they had like that, that that body. The body scan, the full body scan. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so, so they that saw. went well. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went through and that kind of saved me from my mental self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Well, I'm glad you're okay now, Callan. Um and uh yeah, I'm sorry that that happened. It's it makes for a good story now, obviously, but it was definitely very scary and I remember visiting you at the hospital. Um was it after your surgery or before yeah. your surgery? It, it was after. After your surgery. Yeah. yeah. Um well, I mean, speaking of you know, big life difficulties or challenges. Um, I guess going back to turning thirty, what do you think are some of the things that are going to be like? What are some of the biggest uh, challenges or uh, I don't know fears? Not you know, not I don't want to say it too negatively, but thinking about the coming years, like what's something that you think is going to be hard? Um, what what's hard about being an adult? I guess. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the challenges of shrinking. The challenges of what, sorry? Shrinking. Of shrinking? Of uh, shrinking, like those shrinks that I've been... Drinking? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah the challenges of drinking. Yes, okay. and that... What do, you, what do you mean? And I don't know why I said that, mainly because... Do you mean drinking alcohol? Yes, uh, mainly because I'm at that angst of shrinking. Okay. But I, but I have to be careful of what I'm shrinking. Okay. We we all have to be careful of what we're drinking, Helen. Yeah, I would sometimes shrink uh wine now and then. Yeah. There's a there's a cafe near our place, and every Halloween, I go there and have a, a glass of white wine. Okay, that's a good, that's a nice tradition. Yeah. Do you think you should be doing that more because a lot of other people are doing it? Or is this just something that you do like doing, but you have to be careful uh, of, of how it affects you? Yeah, uh, mainly because for disability people like me, uh-huh. I have to be very cautious of what I'm thinking. Okay, okay. So you do enjoy it, but because of your disability, um, you have to be extra careful about what you're drinking, how much you're drinking. Okay, so that that's a challenge. Um what 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 else? I I guess on the other side, now that you're thirty, do you have any 
like, have you thought about, this is a big question. So I, if you can't think of it right now, that's fine. But do you have any, any hopes, any like goals, any wishes, things that you want to see happen for you in your life, things that uh, you want to achieve or to, 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 to grow or learn? Um, like what, what do you hope in the ideal world, what does the next 10 years look like for you? Have, have you thought about that at all? Yeah. Um, in 10 years from now, I would feel more, uh, accomplished than what other people would think of me. Okay. And, and I think that is really important because, um, uh, it's hard to come by, but um, mainly because it's, uh, again, it's a big milestone. And being a theory kind of, I, I guess, walks. <laughs> really, it's, it's exciting, but I'm I'm living my life. So you, you mentioned accomplishments or how other people s- see you. So do, do you have an idea of what accomplishments you want to you want to do like because i think what matters more Callan, is how you see yourself and how like one of my 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 podcast partner g who you might know because you've listened to some of our podcasts one of her favorite quotes uh she's mentioned before is um those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind it's a dr seuss quote right which means that those who have a problem with things or have judgments they're not important they don't matter and those people who do matter they're not going to mind. They're going to accept you and love you and support you. So putting aside what other people think, because these other people, especially if they don't really know you, I would argue they're not, their opinion is not that important. They don't know right. you, right, Callum? Right. So for yourself and for your family, like what's, what is something that you for yourself want to accomplish? Um, but, by looking back at that novel that I did, yeah, um, that's a big accomplishment. That is a big accomplishment, and mainly because I, I've been doing that for quite some time, and I had a deadline, and that deadline is at Christmas Eve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not Christmas Eve, but like Christmas it, Day, midnight. Christmas Day. Yeah, midnight. Yeah, and that that right there is a big accomplishment. Um, and my whole family l- loves it. We uh, we actually have it on my phone, <laughs> well, on my old phone, and my dad's phone upstairs, and and it's, a, it's an ebook. Yeah. And wow. yeah. That that is a huge accomplishment. I'm 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 curious. What, is there are there other things that you want to do that interest you? Are there other passions that you want to pursue or um, things that you want to learn or things in your life that you want to change? Um, I do want to learn more of being a person. Than what, does that, a, what does that mean? Like, uh, what I mean is I want to learn being normal than just having a disability. Okay, so you want to learn how to live a life that's more more similar to the people around you. Exactly. Well, what's the biggest? What's one? Of, what are some of the gaps you think that separate you from from that more quote unquote normal life? I think that just because I have a disability doesn't mean that I'm normal, right? Yeah. And be, because my family is 
normal. They they treat me as normal because I was born into a family yeah. that is happy, that is loving, and that's what I'm excited to be a part of that family because they they respect me a lot, and that's the one thing that I love about me as a disability uh-huh. because they they treat me right, and yeah. that's what I love about this family. That's awesome. I'm glad that you have people in your life, Kellen, that make you feel like that because I think everyone deserves to feel like that, especially someone uh, from your community with the with the Down syndrome disability that often don't get that respect or don't get that don't get that love. I think, uh, yeah, I'm you know, in terms of trying to live a more adult life or whatever, honestly, you know, this is what this show is all about because we talk to people to learn how to become better at living, uh, you know, like how to do our chores better, how to how to make more money, how to manage our time better. Um, I think that's things that we all struggle with in our own ways. Um, and so you're definitely not alone in wanting to learn how to live a more normal life. I think, you know, we're all struggling to, to know how to, how to do it all. Um, so now that you're 30, um, I know that when you said you were approaching 30, it was something that you felt maybe a little bit scared about now that you've turned 30, your birthday party was a couple of weeks ago. Um, does anything feel does it feel different? Is it uh, not as scary as, as as it maybe seems? Like it's not you're you're, you're still Callan, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still me, even still though you. I'm a, a, a an adult. But now that I'm thirty, I'm literally showing the thirty gang. <laughs> you joined the thirties gang. Congratulations! It's not all it's cut out to be. It's 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 just life. It's not that interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I was there. Anything, what, what else did you want to bring um, to the conversation when you, I know you, you, you said you wanted to come on the show, talk about turning 30. I'm sure we've talked about a lot of the things and I love all the stories and the messages that you shared so far. Um, was there something, any, some, anything else that you wanted to, to bring up or talk about or ask me or share by, by coming to talk to, uh, talk to me on the show today? Um, yeah, I, I'm uh, again. I'm not just any normal person. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I like fashion. I like singing. I like whatever I'm doing. And I guess now that I'm thirty, what I'm doing is amazing. But at the same time, I'm scared of what that yeah. is like. I think it's just this general, this general like unknown. Right, like you, you like life. You, you like dancing. You like singing. You like writing a novel, and that's fine. I think that's comfortable and that's happy. You have a loving family. You have your Chinese New Year. Um, but what it sounds like is that it's just generally speaking, just thinking about like, wow, like what's 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 gonna happen next? Like, what what is life gonna bring? And that's and and not knowing what the future has in store is is kind of scary. I think, right? Is yeah. That, is that kind of how you're feeling? Yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling. Actually, that's a very good point because because I do feel scary. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel scared. Yeah. But then I have my family to help me. Yeah. And that's that's really important. Yeah. Well, I think you mentioned this before, but 
you know, feeling scared is, is, is one side of the coin is one way to look at it, but it's also hopefully balanced out with an, uh, as equal parts excitement, right? Because when it's, when there's this big unknown, it's scary, but it's also exciting because it's full of possibility, right? You wrote this novel, you're, 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 you're you were involved in this movie and, and you're, you know, doing all sorts of things and, can't just imagine what else could be in store for for the coming years. Um, so I I wish nothing but the the best for these years, Callan. Um, do you think there's anything else that we should talk about, Callan, before we wrap up? Uh, I think I I think I nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. You hundred percent. You nailed it, Callan. Uh, thank you so much. I hope everyone listening uh, gains a more a greater appreciation and understanding. Uh, not just of Callan, obviously, right, as a person, but of the insights and the perspectives that you shared as someone who has a disability uh, coming from the Down Syndrome community. And I really think some of the messages that you shared about what people like you and in your community want other people to do and want other people to to see and to think about when they encounter uh, or, or, or come across people in their life that uh, might come from the same community as you, Callan. Hopefully, people listening have a greater appreciation and understanding of, of, of what you want and and what makes you feel respected. Yes, and may I add, um, that give us a chance, give you a chance, and give us a voice, and basically give us a a, da- a dance to really come together. Yeah. And I really hope that we can be normal in a way that we see our families yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, I love it, Callan. And I think uh, just to end, I think that's why I was actually so proud of you, Callan, and happy to hear of your interest to come on and have this conversation with me because that's you. I, I mean, I don't think anyone is comfortable uh, you know, sitting behind a microphone being recorded and stuff, right? It's not an easy situation to be in, but you express that interest to be like, Hey, David, can I come on your show? Because I think you want to share your voice to more people in the world. Exactly. And that takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of conviction, but, but you want to be seen and you want to have a voice and you want to elevate the voice of people in your community. Right. Exactly. And so that's what you're doing here today. I applaud you for it, Callan. I love it. Thanks for coming here. I hope you enjoyed this chat. It was, I loved it. But uh, just to wrap up, as always, if uh, any of you uh, out there listening enjoyed the show, give us a follow, you know, uh, wherever podcast platform you're listening, spread the, help us spread the word. We're trying to have authentic, meaningful conversations about life in our 30s. And I think today's conversation is such a unique and special take on that because life in our 30s looks so different to everyone, including um, someone like Helen that maybe a lot of you listening may not be as familiar with. So I'm really happy to elevate her voice, to share her story, share her perspectives, and actually just see that, hey, you know what? She's um, Callan, you're, you're, you're someone who has a lot of the same fears and, and, and hopes. We all want to be seen. We all want to be loved. We all want to uh, have a voice. And, and I, I hopefully that's what we've achieved today. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You want to say bye? Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for tuning in.